Isaac done all that and then left me hanging. Great. Good morning. You all feel good? We've been talking about being fruitful, right? And uh, I want to talk about Jesus uh, was one, a master teacher. The thing that I liked about Christ is his teaching and what he taught, as we say, in the red. And he taught in parables. And you can take certain things and use them as a parable, and it'll make sense to people who are not really spiritual, but they, they, can, they can connect with that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, uh, how many of you in here are going, are Chief fans? I see a bunch of you all with Chief stuff on, right? Are you ashamed of it? <laughs> but you're going to watch the football game, right? Yes. And you're Chief fans, right? Yes. Well, DJ, I'll talk to you because they ain't hearing what I'm saying. <laughs> so uh, all week long, uh, I'm going somewhere with this. All week long, the defensive coordinator has been telling his people, what they need to do to stop Derrick Henry. And they're saying to them, we want to stop him before he gets to more than five yards because then defensive backs will try to have to tackle him. And the defensive backs are saying, uh, not so. You all stop him before he gets there because when he gets there, he's such a big guy that uh, they have a tough time bringing him down. I'm going somewhere with this. All right, and so what they've been doing all day, listen to what I'm saying, all day long, all day long, you can just hear them say, because uh, they practice every day, and then they look at the films, right? And they look at the films of how the other teams, nobody stopped him yet, but what has happened to the other teams. And then they figure out a plan that they have to stop Mr. Henry, from running over them, right? So everybody knows what they need to do, right? To stop him. On paper, they know what they need to do to stop him, right? And if, some, if, if they follow what's on paper, what they're trained to do, what the coaches told them to do, or the defensive coordinator has told them what to do, it'll work, right? But if they're list, not listening, Hearing but not listening what that defensive coordinator is saying, somebody's going to get ran over. Right. right? And he's going to run wild. And the problem of it is you've got to watch him for 60 minutes. The last game I watched him play, he didn't look so good a couple times, two or three times, and the next time he ran like 60 yards or whatever. All right? So, so that's what, listen where I'm going at. So they got the plan. They've They've, they've seen the films. They know what to do. If they do those things, really get it in their, in their mind what to do, they'll be okay. But if somebody was asleep when they, were, when they were teaching or somebody wasn't paying attention, right, when that game goes on, they're going to get ran over, right? So you can use that as a parable. Okay, I'm using that as a parable to let you know that it doesn't, you, you, know, you can uh, know it, read it, but you got to do it. That's the difference. You see, you got, you got to be able to put yourself 
in a position, some of them never played football, but you got to put yourself in a position to know where to tackle him at, okay? You're ready to do it. You're going to be fine. We've told you what to do if you do it. Now, if you watch the game, if somebody messes up, you're going to see that defensive coordinator go over there and lose his mind. He's going to speak in tongues. <laughs> right, because we've told you what to do. He's going to really go, uh, uh, Brother Jason, he's going to go crazy. See, we've been working on this all week, you know, and he's not going to be as nice as me. You can be somewhere and someone can be speaking to you and try to make it as simple as they can. But what you do with it is going to make the difference in your life one way or the other. You're either going to be fruitful or not fruitful in your life. Well, that's why Jesus talked in parables. He talked in parables so that people could get a better understanding, okay, of what they needed to do in their spiritual life. We're going to go through the parables uh, probably for the next few weeks and, and, and because I don't want you to just read it. I want you to read it and let it consume your mind, your heart, and your spirit. If you do that, if you do that, okay, you'll be successful. Now, we're going to start with it, and I'll read it, and I just told this young lady, in case I get lost, she's up here to help me out, because I might. <laughs> when he was alone, meaning Jesus, with the 12 and the others around him, he asked them about the parable. Well, he'd spoken a parable before, and he's, he, you know, uh, he wanted to know if they really got it. You see? And so the other, they asked him, and you know, they're like, you know, man, why are you speaking like this in parables? It's like what I'm doing now and what I just got through doing. Some of you are going to get it through the parable better than you would have got it through the gospel. But now that you've read, heard the parable, you can take it and it'll make more sense in the gospel. Because everybody you meet, they don't know, they don't know the deep stuff. Here's one thing about I tell ministers all the time when it I talk to them. When somebody tells you you were heavy, man, that was deep. You ain't preaching, brother, because you ain't preaching to deep people. You see, you, 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 you know, I mean, yeah, if you, if you deep, man, that's deep. Well, that, who, how many people are deep? Jesus never spoke deep. He spoke plain. So the ordinary people could understand it. I'm going to let you go ahead and read anyway because I'm getting, I'm getting okay. all excited about yeah, this. You are getting excited. That's uh -huh. good. <laughs> you see, because I want you to understand, I want my people to understand there's too many Christians failing, Christians failing. You see, you can be a, a saved, yes, you can now, you can be saved and still fail because there's more to it. You know, now, let me tell you this. Salvation is free. We know that. Jesus Christ done that. But it's tough living the life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That comes to it's work living the life. Because, see, one thing about it is there's a song that, that, that they sang, uh, God is not through with me yet. Yes. The reason God is not through with me yet, Satan is not through challenging me yet. So God has to keep working in my life. Because, yes, if God doesn't keep working in my life, then I'm going to fall prey to Satan. Because he's never stopped. Remember, I keep teaching, like, God will not give up on you. Your mother and Satan. Those are the people 
Those three are always going to be there trying to get you to go and pulling you one way or the other. I say that so you get it. So we want to walk out of here. It's time for us to understand the value and the power in Jesus' word. He kept it simple. He kept it simple for us, and he used parables. And this is one of my favorite uh, uh, parables of all of his parables. And I, I cut it short so that, you know, I don't want to overfeed. Here we go. Matthew, excuse me. That's what I need. Mark 10. Yes. Mark 4 and 10. Mark 4 and 10. <laughs> it was a test. Come on, y'all. <laughs> so Jesus tells them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to those on the outside, everything is said in parables. And he says, you should know. Now listen to me. Some of you in here should know. Yeah, but I got to speak in parables because some of you haven't got it. You see? In other words, remember, somebody's going to make the tackles. Somebody's not going to make them tackles. Right? Because they didn't get it. You see, oh, man, I can tackle him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, coach is just talking. He ain't out here. I'm out here. I know all about it. Watch it happen. You see, they didn't get it. All right? Okay. Whereas it says, they may be ever seeing, but never perceiving, and ever hearing, but never understanding. So some people, if you get too deep, they're hearing, but they don't understand it. So what good is it you not to talk in a parable? Because it's all about giving them an understanding. Isn't that right? Are you with me? All right, read that part again about the understanding. I'll make sure we understand this today because you all are ministers. You know that, right? Once you get saved, you become a minister. You minister to others. So you need to be able sometimes get down with level with the people that you're speaking to. And so you may have to use a parable so that they can get a spiritual understanding. All right? And guess why that's a good thing? If everybody knew it, you wouldn't need us. You see? So again, everything is said in parables so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving and ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise, they might turn and be forgiven. See, if, if you really, if they would understand the gospel, they would do what? Turn and be forgiven. And our, that's why we need to keep it simple so that people are turning to God. It ain't about us. It ain't about our how much we know, how much we've read in the Bible, how much we all this, we all that. No, we're not effective if we're not helping people become fruitful. And to, for them to become fruitful, we have to come down to the point that they're level. Not in lifestyle, but in understanding. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All right. Then Jesus says to them in verse 13, don't you understand this parable? How, then, will you understand any parable? And, you know, Jesus probably wasn't as nice as you all think he was. <laughs> and he said, don't you understand this? So then you won't understand any other parables. Yes. And, you know, we think he's just this really nice quiet guy. I don't know. He said, I know he got sick of him anyway. You see, don't you understand this parable? If you don't understand this parable, you won't understand the other parables. Because he spoke a lot in parables so people could get a better understanding of life. I like it when uh, 
uh, the people outside the church and some inside the church, they'll talk about Pastor Fields. And they say, well, Pastor Fields is more of a life lessons pastor. And some say a life lessons teacher. I like that. You know, he's not a great theologian. He doesn't do all that. He's just a life lesson. Well, I figure that's how the best way for me. God called me to do this because he, life lessons will help us to understand that there, yes, I, you, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, but I have to live my life. There's something that I have to do after I got saved, and that's getting God's word. We're getting there. We're getting God's word, right? We're getting God's word so that I can live a life and be what? Fruitful. You see, listen, we're fruitful so other people can make it. If your life is fruitful, other people can see you, and then they, they will come to your fruit tree and get fruit from your fruit tree, and they eventually become fruitful themselves. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, there's too many, I keep telling people this, get up here with me, seriously. Church is overrated. Church is overrated. You ain't in here but a, a few minutes, a week, you see. Some people need somebody on their job talking to them, inspiring them, encouraging them every day. Strong Christians need to be reading their Bible and studying and, and meditating every day. This is a fellowship where you come in and you listen to the praise team and you come in and listen to pastor and you get some information to inspire you to be a, a stronger and better and wiser a, a Christian woman or a Christian man. You understand? In other words, this is more like a filler station. You see, you come in here and you get filled up so that you can empty out to other people. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Because they need that. Invite somebody to church. You see? Talk to somebody. Now, I'm not as uh, like a sister Lynn. You know, she go to a grocery store anyplace. She's going to talk about Jesus. She cracks me up with that. You see? You know, some people have that evangelistic spirit, you see? But God can send somebody to you in a grocery store. In, in the parking lot, yes. You see, he can send somebody to you in your family because they see the quality that you became because they knew where you came from. Okay, here we go. All right, the farmer sows the word. He, the farmer does what? Sows, sows the, the word. word. That, that means he plants it. He sows the word. He plants the word, you see. Some people are like seed along the path. And some people are like seed along the path. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Where the word is sown. They're getting out there and they're throwing it out there. The seed's out there. The word's out there, just like what I'm doing now. The word is out there, okay? Mm -hmm. and, 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 and it's amazing to me that the difference in the people in a congregation. Yes, it's amazing to me the difference in the people in a congregation. You see? All right. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Well, as soon as they hear it, Satan comes and steals it. They don't even make it out the door. They don't even make it home. Satan comes and steals it. Because one thing, he doesn't want you to abide in God's word. You understand? All right. 
In verse 15 from the Passion puts it this way, what falls on the beaten path represents those who hear the message. Now, she's talking about those that hear the message. You can hear the message, amen? That's right. But immediately Satan appears and snatches it from their hearts. Mm -hmm. You see, some people have a mind-deep religion, but not a heart-deep religion. There are a lot of people that can talk and preach. They're preachers, pastors. They got that mind deep. Man, they got them degrees. They got all that stuff, but it's only mind deep. You see, you, my mother used to call people educated fools. Yeah, that's just religion. Religion won't cut it. You see, it's got to get deeper than that. You can hear it, but is it in your heart? Are you with me? You see, you can say it, but it's in your heart. Let me use another parable. You can be married. Let's, I'll just use men, okay? And I've done this not too long ago for another church. You can be married and not a husband. You can be married and be a husband, right? And then there's one more level. Sister Gwen, what was that I taught him? A divine kingdom husband. You can be a kingdom husband. You can be married, yes, and not a husband. You can be a husband, but not a kingdom husband. And I taught this class two weeks ago for another church on Zoom, and fortunately, <laughs> fortunately for me, don't, don't, don't pay attention to him. Okay. Uh, Fortunately for me, I had the degrees to be able to do it because I've been married and not a husband. I've been married and a husband, but not a kingdom husband. Now I'm married and a husband and a kingdom husband. You see what I'm saying? And so that only, that only happens when the seed is deep into your heart. And it means something to you when it's down into your heart. You see what I'm saying? Okay, here we go. Is that all right? Yes. So in verse 16, others, like seed sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. And then some people hear it and man, they got joy. You can just see them and they, when they, got, they fired up for a minute. They fired up. They really, they really got that joy. You see? It's kind of like, you know, when, uh, remember that parable I used earlier? They're going to come out, uh, Brother DJ knows what I'm talking about, they're going to come out like they're going to tear up somebody. <laughs> you see, well, they just got their uniforms on and they done had, they, they talk before the game's over and they jumping up and down. Yeah, we, yeah, we ready, we ready to do this. <laughs> come on here. Yeah, you, you, some of y'all ain't never been in there, but that's the way it goes. Man, you fired up. And some of them are going to be fired up because, hey, we, we got our lesson. We fired up, okay? But what happens when that big guy's coming straight at you? You going to make the tackle? Or are you going to do one of them things like, I fell? <laughs> you see? Or one of them things like, what are you doing? You're supposed to tackle him. 
it happens. You, you with me? See the pair I'm talking about? Yes. They, they were fired up. Mm-hmm. What happens when you get out there mm. and have to play the game? Mm. Let's see what this group does. Okay, here we go. So, since, again, they receive it with joy, but they have no root. Wow. They were fired up. They received it with joy. But they have no root. Mm-hmm. You've got to have it deep. Yeah. Man, this thing's got to be spiritually deep. Yeah. Yeah. You see? Some people have a mind deep. Yeah. Some people even get it in their heart, but it's got to even get deeper than that. It's got to get in your spirit. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because when it's time to make the big play, those that it's rooted deep make the big play. You see, some of those that had joy in the locker room before they got out there, they can't make the big play because it's not deep enough. You see, it's, I think I'm ready, will never work. I know I'm ready. Okay, and I'm going to talk to you here in a minute. I'm going to say, take your time, Pastor. Y'all know better. Take your time, Pastor. All right, all right here we go. And they last only a short time. They last only a short time, Brother Jason, when they get hit. He used to teach coach boxing. Same thing. See, I'd like to do one thing as a boxer, act like I'm the boxer and walk, because that'd be cool. Walking down, down there and everybody hollering and screaming, you know. I used to love watch Mike Tyson. But I'd like to just do that once in my life to just walk down there, and, and then, but not get in the ring. <laughs> you see, just, just, just go down there and get all that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to get up in that ring. You see, because to me, it wouldn't be that deep. Y'all understand what I'm talking about? Read that part again. So they again receive it with joy, but since they have no root, that they last only a short time. It's only a short time. Go back to what we're talking about. It's a 60-minute game. Not 30 minutes. That's right. Not 30 minutes. You see? Not 30 minutes. You all the Chief fans. Right? Three years ago, they should have lost the game. We all thought they was lost. Some people thought it was terrible. They were doing the awful, terrible. They came back and won the game. Because it's a 60-minute game. So evidently, the other team must have forgot how long the game was. Okay, I'm going somewhere with this. But when trouble, remember that, and I've always taught y'all, mm-hmm. trouble going to find you sooner or later in life. That's just life. That's right. Or persecution comes. Mm-hmm. Okay? The word does what? They quickly fall away. They fall away. They fall away. Not deep enough. See, it's like, that's like, and many of you in here, you, for you married couples, boy, it's easy when you first start because nobody's sick. Mm-hmm. For better or worse, worse, there ain't no worse. Right? And sickness and health. Right? Unto death, do us part. Hey, marriage is the wedding's good. It's fun, isn't it? Some of you know what I'm talking about. 
great. All dressed up. They're taking pictures. You know? You know? Right. Everybody just is, everybody just having a great time. Right? Yeah, y'all know how it is. You see, she's walking down the aisle, Sister Cozy, and he's just, yeah, that's my girl there. He's sitting up here with all that on. He's looking, everything's great. Then after, you know, after that's over, they go have their little, their little party and dancing and all that stuff. And then they have the little, what they call honeymoon. You see? I guess honeymoon lasts so long. And then the marriage starts. And you may have to you may have to live up to one of them promises. I'll say it over here. Then you may have to live up to one of them promises. And then it's going to determine those vows, how deep rooted they are in your life. And, and, and then it's when, it's when persecution comes, and that's where, where I'm at. Yep. I, I looked up, tell me where I'm at. Yep. When persecution comes, are you still excited? Same person who walked down the aisle is the same person that, that you told that you would be there until death do us part. In sickness and in health, right? Yeah. And that one, that, and then there's this one that's just crazy. Forsaking all others. It's easy to say that. You see, till the storm comes. Think about it. That's a parable. Get quiet in here. You all ought to know this. Come on. Now we're I'm, gonna, try, I'm trying to help you to live a better life. Right. Amen. Where am I at? Now we're going to do verse 16 and 17 from the message. Thank you. Some are like the seed that lands in the gravel. Mm-hmm. When they first hear the word, they respond with great enthusiasm. Yeah, they hear the word, and, and they just respond and shouting and have a great time in church. Mm-hmm. They get on the phone. Sister Cozy and call Sister so-and-so, girl, we had us a time today. Yeah. Pastor Fields was teaching today. Yeah, I, he, yeah, I know how to, I, I can make it now. Yeah. yeah, that's about 30 minutes after they left the building. You see, they're really excited about it. They respond excited. They're listening to the pastor. Amen, pastor. Teach, Pastor. Preach. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. But there is such shallow soil of character. But some heard it with the shallow in their character. The shallow in their character. Ask me what character is. Who you all in the who you are in the dark? Who you are when you don't think nobody's looking? You see, talking but not walking it. You see, all right. And that is when the emotions wear off and some difficulty arrives, and there is nothing to show for it. I'm gonna go over that again. That's when the emotions wear off. You see, we talked about the wedding a while ago. Remember? Man, I'm excited. 
Everything's good. But then if you're not careful, you'll stay married. But you won't be husband and wife. Because the emotions ran off. That's right. And then sometimes difficult arise, and there's nothing to show for it. There's something may go wrong in someone's life, one or the other. You said, you understand, each individual is accountable for what he or she says. You see, doesn't matter what Gwen says. I'm not going to be judged by that. I'm going to be judged by what I said. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Don't let him, DJ, get five yards up the field. Because we don't want our corners. He knows what I'm talking about. We don't want our corners, or our safeties, I'll say it that way, to have to try to bring him down. We've got to play hard up front. Because something's going to happen. Let me tell you all something. We've got a lot of married couples in there. That's good. I guarantee you something's going to happen in your marriage. It's going to shake it. And you're going to have to have the power to do some repentance and go back and fix some stuff, get committed. Yes, mend some stuff. Get some, yes. It will happen. You see, you're going to have to remember where you, what you said. It can't be mind deep. Thank you. It can't be mind deep. It can't be heart deep. It's got to be in your spirit. Even to forgive somebody, it's got to be in your spirit. You see, you may be doing one is doing everything right. The other person is doing it wrong. But you're not committed to that. You're committed to what you said. And that's tough. Isn't that tough? Keep living. I remember I'd done a wedding. Brother Go Go and, you know, and I was back there with the groom-to-be. And uh, he said, I'm nervous. I said, you ought to be. <laughs> <coughs> Yes, I did, brother. Doesn't that sound just like pastor? I said, you ought to be what you're getting ready to do the second time. I said, you ought to be. You can be, a, there's a thing called nerves that every athlete should have. Your nerves, but it's a different type. It's an energy type nerve, not nervous. It's an energy type of nerves. I got to get this right. I got to get this right. I mean, coach has done told me what to do. I'm, I'm ready to do what I, I got to get it right. You see, and 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 and, and in sports, because your chief fans, are, I'm a sports fan, football, Packers, you know that. You want to get hit. You know why they want to get hit? To calm what? Calm the nerves. Then I'm ready to go. That's life. That's life. Can you take the hits? Yeah, you can. Let me show you here in a minute. Yeah, you can. 
you can take the hits depends on where you put the word at. You can take the hits. Yeah. All right. Where am I at? Verse 18. Still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word. But the worries of this life. But the worries of this life. They get too caught up in life worries. Mm -hmm. Life is going to have some complications. Mm -hmm. It's life. People blame too much on the devil. It is life. It's li that's life. I don't want to sing it because Isaac could be getting jealous of my voice. Because <laughs> I'd be here putting some Frank out there. <laughs> They've been saying Frank who Sinatra people. Oh. Anyway, and there's a song called That's Life. Some things are just this life. And some people get caught up in the worries of this life. Mm -hmm. That's right. There's going to be some problems in life. It's just life. You see? Devil never touched my body. Life. It's life. You see? In my family, Cancer is hereditary. You see, all of the men, my uncles and all those people, one thing about it, and most of them died with prostate cancer, yawning, but they live in their 80s. So just life. Some people have diabetes in their family. You try to control it the best you can. It's life. Because some things are hereditary. The doctors will even tell you that. First thing you go in there, what do they ask you? Say, is this in your family? Is that in your family? It's just life. Other people call it the devil. It ain't got nothing to do with the devil. It's just life. We have car wrecks. It's life. Right? Things happen. It's just life. And we can get too caught up and worried about life. Some things you need to shake it off. I've heard that many a time. Shake it off, Fields. Yes, Coach Ventura, bless him. He's up in heaven. I'm hurting, getting hit. I'm a little, you know, they tearing me. I'm, I'm wanting to go to the sideline or something. You know, give me a drink of water, do something. Get out there and shake it off. Mm -hmm. You knew he was going to get hit when you put that uniform on. Go ahead. You got marriage. You knew you was going to get hit. When you made those vows, you knew you were going to get hit. When you made those promises, you know you're going to get hit. It's life. You see? <laughs> Some also get caught up in the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in. Sometimes they get caught up in wealth mm -hmm. and desires for other things come in. Mm -hmm. You can be looking for blessings and wealth. Yeah. And you focus on that, something else will hit you. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Uh, the young man, the, the movie star that shot the gun that had a I would be sick at, I mean, how do you even comprehend getting over something like that? You done killed somebody. And it ain't making me feel better that Brother Elliot was supposed to check it. Sister Gwen was supposed to check it. Edda was supposed to check it. I should feel better because it's their fault because they didn't check it. That don't make you feel any better. I pulled the trigger. I'm a star, famous, money. But now I feel like I could just, he probably would say, I, I'd rather it happen to me. I got a hus her husband to look at, her son, I think it's a son or a daughter, one, 
to look at. You see? It happens. It happens. Because somebody didn't do their job. Two somebodies I hear didn't do their jobs. It caused this to happen. But guess who's? It caused me to get into a situation, a circumstance that hurt me. Because I hurt somebody else. It's life. Okay. Deep breath. Here we go. And all those things will choke the word, making it unfruitful. And there are some things that can happen to you in your life that will choke the words and make you unfruitful. That's the question. What's going on in your life this morning that's making your marriage unfruitful? Your relationship unfruitful? With your family, friends? Why aren't you more fruitful on your job? What's going on in your job that's making it unfruitful? Right? Can I say something? What's going on in your health that's making it unfruitful? got to figure that out. Say, Pastor, thank you. And if you've been around me a long time, edit yourself. Edit yourself. Why am I unfruitful? Why did I allow, come on here, look at me. Why did I allow the word of God to be so shallow in my life that my life now is not unfruitful, no matter what the position is? Why not allow that to happen? Am I doing all right? Don't just set up in church and have a good time. You want to set up in church and get a lesson that's going to help you in your life. You know, I hope that sometimes I say things that make it's painful. Because if you get it in here, you'll be able to deal with it out there. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And this is where we ought to be, or where we want to get to, in verse 20. Thank you. Others, like seed sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it. Others hear the word, and they accept it, and they produce a crop. Mm-hmm. Some 30, some 60, some 100 times what they sowed. Mm-hmm. Look at the people around you. Look at those that are successful. In any area, those are the ones that kept it together. You understand? Years ago, Brother Larry, uh, Deacon Brown, was, um, he used to run around with Michael, our son Michael, and he was asking Gwen something, uh, like a counseling session, and Gwen was in a counseling session. He probably remembers in the counseling session, took shorter than mine, three seconds. She just told him to look around. Take a look around. You can look around and see who's successful and who's not successful. There's some people in here incredible. You see, I I enjoy. Say, well, I ain't gonna get jealous, Pastor. I ain't gonna get jealous, Pastor. I enjoy watching Roderick and Katrina when they come in, and they put their tied offering in. Not one of them does it. Not two of them does it. They brought, they, yeah, you all see it. They do their whole family and they pray on it. You see, that's going to be a strong family. That's going to be a strong family. You see, and Katrina reminds me of my mama. 
when the kids can't talk, use your words. <laughs> Those kids won't forget that. They'll be successful. Your success is determined not only by what you've been taught, but where you put it. Say amen to that. Amen. All right, here we go. The Passion says those who open their hearts to receive the message, their lives will bear good fruit. Open your heart this morning to what you've heard. Uh, and I promise you, you'll bear good fruit. Open your heart. Get it in your heart. You see? That's right. Here we go. And lastly, from the voice, those people who hear the word, accept it, meditate on it. Accept it and meditate on it. That's right. Accept it and meditate on it. Act on it. You'll bear fruit. Accept it. Meditate on it. Bear fruit. Church. Read your Bibles. This is just for some of you. Start with the Gospel of John. Matthews can be a little bit long. Most people start with the Gospel of John. If you can read the Gospel of John in a week, you're reading too fast. Take your time. Study it. Observe it. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal things to you. And he'll do that. Put it deep in your mind, your heart, and your spirit. And meditate on it. Edit yourself. Where can I be better? Show me, Lord. And then sometimes you ought to read it and say, talk to me, Jesus. Talk to me, Jesus. I'm getting ready to read the Bible. I want you to talk to me. Because I want it to be successful. And let me tell you, even if you fail, you can rebuild you can rebuild. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. 